previously on Live at 605. Dick 10 times in the song. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the subtitle to that song is just dick. Green dick. Green brackets yeah, dick. Yeah, dick. dick. My dick so fat. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. No. Don't what? you remember our discussion yesterday? No. How we're supposed to start this thing? No. Ain't no party like, like a, a 605 party because a 605 party don't stop. Could you sound any whiter saying? <laughs> it, we were supposed to start. I remember we were walking around town yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, the way we should start this with, ain't no party like a 605 party because a 605 party don't stop. There you go. Now you, can, now you can do your normal intro. Coming to you live from Daylight Savings Time, downtown Toronto. Um, so, Dark Toronto. This is another episode of Live at 6.05. Season 6, episode 11. Ooh. And we are coming off the what could be the most legendary week of partying. So, <laughs> I, I am worse for wears. I twisted my ankles just yeah. now. I have a bum hip and my throat's killing. Ah, uh, we are a little bit beaten up. A little bit beaten up, but you know, my liver is still alive and kicking. Yeah, and uh, I'm hanging in there doing my thing. We have a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. From parties to parties <laughs> to more parties to weddings. <laughs> I know. Ideally, we would have loved to do the party podcast. We were all just too much in a debaucherous state to get our shit together. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but we should probably get out all of our contact information first and foremost. How's that sound? Sounds good. So you can hit us up on Live at 605. Oop. See? Ugh. I'm coming off a party weekend. I don't even know how to do this. <laughs> Facebook.com slash live605. Yeah. You okay? I'm just looking at my fat foot. Can, you, can we get you some more ice? No. Wasn't it ironic? Weren't we showing your fat foot at the weekend yeah. pictures? And oh. you know what I just said to Matt when we were walking home from work? I was like, yo, this intersection is so scary. People are going to die here. And then literally we crossed the intersection and I fucking twist my ankle. Jesus. Love Bill. So, Facebook.com slash live at 605. If you look back, <laughs> so <laughs> Val just put on her new hat. Her yarmulke. A new hat. Every Kippa. podcast I've had a new hat. That's true. Oh, we're going to talk about last week's podcast, too. Oh, nuts. Yeah, uh, but you just put on a yarmulke, aka, I think it's really called a yipka. Is it? I think so. I don't know. Okay. I should know this. I became a this weekend. I became a man and a werewolf. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a woman. <laughs> no. Not yet uh, a man. Not but yet if a you want to get in contact with me and talk about how John just became a man and, and a werewolf and potentially a woman, uh, you can reach me at Val Gomez twenty three on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and I'm your boy Malin Camp on your face on your Twitters and your Instagrams. And live at 605.podomac.com. You can hit a PayPal account no. if you want to help support the podcast. You know what? Although this week, maybe I'll say you can help support it because we've lost a lot of money. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to, if you want to do more like fun advertising on subways, if we get some help from some friends uh, on the PayPal account. Or just you. That's true, but I'm already <laughs> paying for the bandwidth. I'm paying for this and that. I'm what? Uh, what, what is paying it? for the hat you just wore. The hat? We should stop calling it a hat. <laughs> right, so keep going. Um, so we got that that we're rocking. 
Okay, so now that we got all that out of the way, should we do our weekly thing of you look at the notes that I have written down? Yes. And see if we can make sense. You can just say what all the notes are. Okay. Um, I'm just loading up my email. Oh yeah, my email is live at 605 at gmail.com, so if you have questions, comments, or concerns, you can mm -hmm. uh, send that our way, right? So this week's notes are, bitch please, Val on a subway in my subway with no streetcar, <laughs> season finale next week, girl talk reaction, creepy guy in elevator, oh yeah, that was so creepy, <laughs> winking is too intimate for me, druxy guy. I haven't clapped since I was 13. That's not I haven't had the clap since <laughs> no. I was 13. Talk about the week. <laughs> yeah. And Halloween craziness. Wedding fun. Mom's Malin visiting. And hopefully November will be a slow month. Yeah. So That's a lot that happened a, this week. It's a lot that happened in the last seven days since your podcast. Let's start... Um, and just kind of recap last week's episode of Girl Talk, because <laughs> there's a few things to, to, to mention about that. Um, uh, we made some good stats. Yeah, no, I was going to say it was one of like the biggest downloaded episodes this season, like one of the best first week downloads of like yeah. any episode this season. So. So people really uh, got excited to hear the return of you and fan favorite Miranda. Yeah. Uh, it was also a very controversial episode. It's one of those episodes... Every once in a while... We talked about nothing, <laughs> but isolated everyone. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, there's there's a few episodes where people either love them, hate them, or just don't understand them, I feel like. Yeah. Like, there's an episode I did once where I walked home from work and just talked on the po about a podcast as I walked home. Yeah. People didn't seem to like it, although I liked it. Yeah. But then I did an episode like where I recorded on our balcony, and I hated it, but people seemed to like it. So weird. But so wait, which of mine, then, do people not like? Everyone likes all your episodes. Yeah, they do. But I got a call uh, from Pops Malin and uh, Natalie from uh, Pops Malin fame and mm -hmm. stuff. And they called to say, oh, so we listened to uh, the Girl Talk episode. <laughs> I'm necessarily a big fan of it. A little dirty. Really? A little crazy. You know what it is, though? It's not me. It's... <laughs> No, I'm so not that person, right? Miranda provokes it out of me. Should I uh, insert clip from season five that just has you saying masturbating mothers? But that was not... Ah, shit. Right? That's not... Don't do that weasel stuff. <laughs> um, that's not me again. That was your dad. <laughs> that's true, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I always like... First of all, it gives me a break from having to do an episode. Although I thought it was fun when I popped in at the yeah, end. Yeah, everybody loved those parts. They were just like, the cameos were the best kind of thing. Because it felt, like, all of them were authentic. Like, we obviously didn't know if you were, like, going to come home, what time, if you would answer your phone. I didn't anticipate you hanging up on me. Well, I was trying to pay, and I didn't even, like, now listening back, you were calling to ask me about strip club stuff. Yes. I'm like, oh, I would have talked about that on the phone, but... We were trying to pay, and I was a little drunk. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, so definitely listen to last week's, though, because it was one of the top-rated ones. Definitely. Stitcher and Potomatic, number one in Toronto. Number one comedy podcast you beat. Uh, number two was... Did you just burp? No. Oh, am I hearing things? Yes. Uh, yeah, the, the, you, bite, you beat a podcast called The Chronic Mass Turbinator, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. <laughs> I liked it. I think uh, overall people liked it, obviously, as they downloaded yeah. a lot. So shout out to everyone. It's crazy to think uh, we're on episode 11. Next week's the finale. We'll take maybe three weeks off, four weeks, mm -hmm. come back to season seven. Right. But just think about where this season started. 
the first episode was recorded this summer, July, and we were in Paris, France. Oh, yeah. And then we record episodes in Barcelona, uh, Rome. Is, yeah. I was like, Barcelona is in Spain. Yeah, Spain, right. Rome, all these places. It's just crazy. And then, like, now it's already, like, we're getting ready for yeah. Christmas in a bit. So it's like two weddings this season. Four weddings. Four We've weddings? We've been to four weddings since the podcast started. Really? Oh, uh, my God. Your cousin, too. Provence. Provence. Quebec, well, Quebec, Hamilton, Hamilton, and then Old Mill. Old Mill. <laughs> so, Old, old Mill. Old Mill. Oh, yeah. Um, four, four weddings in a season. Let's never do that again. No, no, no. <laughs> Although it's really good character arcs. Like, our story arcs. That's true. Like... I don't know. I find them interesting. Definitely. But uh, thanks to everyone. Like, uh, the very first episode of the season has, like, lots and lots of downloads. Thanks for all that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we're going to be able to top season six. I feel like this was our best season yet so far. Yeah. It's been pretty Mm -hmm. crazy. And with that, I think we should tell a story. I know you wanted to talk about a subway experience. But first, should we just tell everyone about... Like, because the sponsorship this season is all about dumb people. Yes. And you have a dumb person on a subway. Yeah. But can we mention the creepy, dumb, weird guy yeah, in the Yeah, let's elevator? just do that one. Okay, maybe There's say- especially, everyone's being extra ding-dongy, right, these days. And so my new word, I stole it from Nicholas at work, is that person's a ding-dong, because it just sounds more ridiculous. So yeah. this person yesterday on the elevator coming home was extra creepy. Well, we're yeah, we were coming home and it's like what, like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And it's one of those times when it's like a full elevator ride. So this one dude got in in front of us. You and I get in. Another guy gets no, in. Okay, hold the phone. I like to set the tone, right? There's three. There's like very distinct body profiles of people getting in. Okay. Yeah. So it's me and three other dudes. No, four other dudes. Including right? me. Including John. So John gets in. He stands in the corner closest to the exit door. Another guy who's like medium build stands beside John. Another guy who's ginormous mm-hmm. stands in the other corner furthest away from the door. And now this other guy who's like pretty tall, has salt and pepper hair, but he's wearing like a poncho. He comes in and I think he thought I should go because I was the smallest beside the dude Mm -hmm. who's the biggest dude in the farthest corner beside the elevator buttons. But I was like, F that, I'm going to stand beside John in the elevator. So he went to that side and he presses the elevator buttons. Continue. So, we get off first on the 6th floor, someone was getting off on the 7th floor, another person was getting off on the 8th floor, mm-hmm. and Pancho dude was getting off on the ninth floor. Mm-hmm. And look, just because there's 5, 4, whatever many people in an elevator, doesn't mean we have to talk. We can all stand there in silence. I'm fine with that. But <laughs> That's guy, John's heaven. But this one Pancho guy, he made his, like, okay, either stand there in silence, mm-hmm. or if you have a joke and you get a laugh, just end it there. Yeah, because stanza. Leave on a yeah. high note. Because what was the joke? He made a joke where... He was oh, like... Oh, the joke he made was we all accidentally went down to the basement first, yeah. and then we went up. And his joke was, since he was the last person to get off, because he was going to the top floor... He's like, this is going to be the longest elevator ride of my life. And we all kind of like, ah. It's like a sympathy laugh. Sympathy laugh. Wasn't that funny? No. And then by the time he said that, we're up at floor two. Then it's going to floor three. And then it's like, no one's talking. So he he feels the need to say something. But like we said, you made your joke to shut the fuck up. (laughs) He did not do that. No. He's so creepy. So then as we're going, he just stares at all of us. And he then says, in like a really creepy voice, 
I'm the only one who knows where you all live now. <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> and, so and then he like, then he goes, happy Halloween. And just like bounces his eyes, eyebrows up it and down. It was so creepy. Like, the fuck? And I was like. <coughs> Easy. <coughs> Easy old You died today. You're dying. You're beaten up. I'm so beaten up. Clammy? No. You didn't react. No. I put my clammy. But yeah, it was so creepy. And then we're just like walking out and we both turned around because I felt like he would be looking at to us. To see which apartment we were going to. Yeah. And this is why we can't give our, our location out because maybe that guy was a 605 stalker. Wow. But I'm just like, who says that? It's so creepy. Like, you made you one joke, and even though I'm sure this was just a joke, I hope, like, don't say you now know where we all live. I know. With Creeps McGee. Yeah, I mean, so that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Do you want to add on and tell people about your subway experience? Because I feel Ugh. like it kind of adds to, like, how you've been getting beaten up. I know. Things. Although today was self-inflicted. I'm just not graceful. What you call it? So, last, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, actually, go... Every time I commute to work, I always end up commuting at roughly the same time. I get on the same cart, so it gets me to Davisville Station outside the staircase because less people take the stairs than the escalator to go upstairs. Davisville is also where the TTC headquarters are. So there's like an elevator, there's an escalator, there's like six rounds of stairs because they obviously want to make that location amazing because it's the headquarters. Having said that... There is an escalator and an elevator. I got off past my staircase usual place, so I went on to the escalator. Mm -hmm. But then I could see that there's this person in front of me walking exceptionally slow with a baby carriage, right? And her, like, the father and the mother. And so you're walking up the escalator because, like, nobody actually just, like, kind of hangs out on it. If you do hang out on an escalator, you're just like, oh, everyone huffs and puffs behind you. Yeah. So we're all walking up the escalator. Does this, like, family of three not fucking press the emergency stop button on the escalator? So then it becomes, like, a domino effect. So some dude bashes into me. I bash into this next woman who's, like, right at the top. And then it just becomes, like, a ripple effect. So we all kind of yell, fuck, at the same time. And he just turned around, and I was like, you fucking ding-dongs, right? <laughs> like, it was so stupid. But it was just like, these are the level, like, th- I don't know. I hate people, so. Yeah, well, I think we should have a new sting, uh, even though this wasn't necessarily to do with TTC, because everyone knows how I yeah. hate the TTC. Yeah. Since this happened within TTC yeah. and surroundings, let's do a new sting. So whenever there's a problem we have with a subway or a streetcar yeah. or anything TTC, let's say, fuck TTC. Fuck the TTC. They'd be a bunch of ding-dongs, mother. Truth. Can we say fuck those TTC ding-dongs? Yes. Fuck the TTC. They'd be a bunch of ding-dongs, motherfucker. Truth. You're all stuffed up now, too. I, I, this week has killed... I was on a four-day bender, so, like, <laughs> well, it's a lot. Well, before we get into that, let me just tell my TTC story, because screw those assholes again. Yeah? Do you need some nose candy? Like, nuts... Cocaine, but like medical nose <laughs> no. stuff, stuff. No. no. So anyone who lives in although Adam was so sick today, I told him to go home. And you know when somebody looks like they're about to puke in their mouth? Yeah. So he does that thing where you guys can't see me, but it was like this. I am like, hey Adam, and I go to his desk, and he's like, 
like that. And I was like, oh my God, are you going to puke in your mouth? And then we had to do a presentation. I was like, Adam, you've done more of this presentation, Mm -hmm. so you can go on my computer. But he was like sick, so then he ended up putting post-it notes on all the keys on my mouth. But then I had a coughing attack, so by proxy, I feel like Adam got me sick. Well, the good news is, I feel like this is a good time to get sick, because now that Halloween's over, like, what do we... What do I have to live for? No, not that, I mean... Not, what do you got to live for? Christmas. You have life to live for. Oh, my Christmas trees. Your Christmas trees, that's true. Yeah. But I just want to say, fuck the TTC. Fuck the TTC. They be a bunch of ding-dongs, motherfucker. Truth. Because uh, now at Union Station, now that they've kind of reconstructed everything, here's a good thing. They finally got the streetcar working on, on Queen's Key. Mm-hmm. But now the problem is... When you go down and get off the subway union downstairs, mm-hmm. you can't, like, half of it's blocked off. So depending where you get off the subway, you can only go out certain entrances and exits. And I was like, Friday, it was pouring rain. I don't have an umbrella because fuck umbrellas. My <laughs> See, but bro. now you have seven. <laughs> That's true. And I got off the subway, and the area I got off, th- there's no way to get to the streetcar. And so I go up the stairs, and I go up the escalator thinking that there'd be a path to get to the streetcar. Yeah. I walk up the path, and all of a sudden, I'm outside the TTC. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to get to the streetcar now? So I just want to say, fuck the TTC and their ding-dong stupid. <laughs> like, get, give me a path to the streetcar. What a ding-dong. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Why are we swearing so much? I don't know. Much? I swear a lot. You don't swear that much. Yeah, I know. Um, there's another segment I want to do. Well, I'm just... Before we get into, like, the big tea, like, I'm, I don't want to get into Halloween just here at the wedding. Mm-hmm. There's a few things that I get off my chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is memories of, like, seasons one through five where I just sit here as John's, like, reaction person. Well, considering, <laughs> Tell me, John, what are your thoughts? Considering last week you did an hour and a half podcast and I was on four minutes worth of it. Considering I, you did five seasons worth and I only got credited in the six. That's because, listen. And I'm, I do the artwork. I do the editing, I do the, the garage banding, I do the Press social media prof- What social media? I, I run the Shut Facebook up. page. Tell your story. Listen, you I have a new segment I wanna do. What? It's called Six O Five Confessions. This is Six O Five Confessions. Damn dog, did you just confess that? Yeah, this is Six O Five Confessions, bitch. Listen, mister, I slapped a bitch for you. <laughs> On Saturday. Yeah, but that's not my confession. Oh, I'm just saying how much I care about you. I slapped a motherfucker. Well, I would hope so. The guy's hitting on you. <laughs> yeah, so I slapped him. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. But I was telling you a story yesterday, and you said I was supposed to save it for the podcast. Yeah. So I was basically, this kind of leads in. Itchy. Are you Fucking, okay? You know when it gets cold, I get so itchy. Mm-hmm. I'm falling apart. Can we... Why don't we just get you into bed? I'll finish this podcast no! real quick. I have to make the chicken. That's true. Oh, yeah. When do you have to do the chicken thing? I'll put it in at 7.30. 7.30. Um, so, I... There's two things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but this is my confession. I realized because we were at the wedding, uh, Chris and Becca's wedding on Saturday. Shout out! New Shout out! Super awesome. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But what's, thing you, what's something you do at a wedding, like... Clap. You clap a lot, right? <laughs> because you're I was cl- like, dance. I know, dance, eat, eat this and that. You <laughs> clap a lot. 
clap a lot. Yeah, sir, clap a lot. Sir, clap a lot. <laughs> but I made a confession to you that I actually haven't clapped since I was 13. Like, I haven't clapped since 1997. Like, and, and I made an, a, some, an observation for you that most people don't clap as painfully well, as you do. No, but I gotta tell you, like, first of all, does anyone like clapping? Like, do you hate living? Sound? What, like right now, this hurts. So what I realized when you I, clap like a ding dong. <laughs> I didn't realize there's expert ways of clapping. If you clap this way, it doesn't hurt. People can't see what you're doing though. Okay, so John claps and puts all his emphasis on his palms, and yeah. so it hurts. I said you should clap at the root of your fingers, kind of thing, because then it's like it doesn't hurt as much. But what, the idea of a barbaric thing like slapping my two meat claws together. But this is the thing. How is barbaric. You're slapping we your We should skin. have 605 words of the day and be like, do we know what the meaning of those things are? Barbaric? Spell barbaric. Barbaric. <laughs> First of all, you were asking me the meaning. Was, uh, I'll okay. give you the meaning of barbaric. I'm not going to tell you how to spell barbaric. Give, give me the meaning of barbaric and then tell me how clapping is barbaric. Like Vikings were barbaric. It's basically... <laughs> Barbaric is doing something like really primal that like some like a caveman would do like a Viking layer. It's just like I'm gonna grab your woman, mm-hmm. drink some booze, and cut down a tree. Like that's so barbaric. Something that you would you wouldn't. So how do. do you show enjoyment for somebody? Oh, by just be like doing this. John looks insane. No, but I need a tissue. Here's the thing. Let me explain because you you're not gonna let me talk about. Go. And get some nose candy as well. I think the last time I really clapped my hands together was grade 8 graduation, and then that's when I realized that clapping hurts. I, I just, I don't understand the idea of people taking their hands and slapping them against each other. Granted, Val did show me that I've been slapping my palms together. I just hate clapping because it always hurts my hands. And so what I was doing, uh, and what I do at any, whether it's a wedding, whether it's at a baseball game, a concert, any place where I have to clap, if I'm with a big group of people that never know that I'm not They'll never know that I'm not clapping. So what I do is I take my hands, like I'm actually clapping, but I stop them about six, about two inches away from actually slapping my hands. It's really good to people out there who are actually afraid to clap or hurt their own hands when they're clapping. Is It looks like you're clapping if you're standing next to one, two, five, ten, fifteen 15 people. They'll never know you're not clapping. But I was just realizing that the other day when we were at the wedding because I was making the clapping motion and I meant it at the wedding but I wasn't about to slap my hands together and then risk bruising my palm or something like that but I just think that slapping is quite crazy and it hurts and I bet you I'm not the only one out there who thinks that clapping hurts a lot but that's all I'm going to say about my clapping what do you have there? Baby oil Baby oil? (laughs) kind of a podcast do you think this is? but on my dry legs you're not going to slap the salami with that now, no. are you? No. Oh, yeah. I also wanted to say about your podcast last week. Yeah. Was I wish yeah. I, I, I wish I was here for some of it. Why? Because there were certain things like you and Miranda were just like, what's a dime bag? Or there were certain things <laughs> yeah. you brought up that you didn't know that I knew. I don't know a lot of things. Like that kind of shit. And you give me shit for like clapping my hands or like trying to spell barbaric or something. Because <laughs> like. those are clearly the same. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, and then the other thing, I wanted to ask you a question. I want to see if you feel the same way no. I feel. You do not feel the same way. Okay. Okay. Do you... Uh, I think that winking is like the most intimate thing someone can do with you. And it really? creeps me out. Like, I hate when people... Like, who winks at you? I think it started when I was like... Now this just sounds creepy. Like, growing up, like, teachers used to wink at me, like, in grade school. Really? I just think... Ew. 
That that's a different cause of concern. Yeah. Right? No, but there's something just so intimate where it's just like you be in a room full of people and uh-huh. someone could say something to you, and then they wink, and yeah. I'm like, I just share. It's just it's something so weird. It's like one of those. I don't know what it is. You know what? It, okay, so my thing is, I actually, I actually really like it because it makes me feel special. And like the only person who genuinely winks at me, but it's as for like an assumption to say that we're on the same page, mm-hmm. is my friend Bobby on my team. Yeah. So if we're sitting in a meeting and we all think everyone is ding dongs around us, yeah. Bobby and I will just look at each other and he'll wink at me, and I'm always like, we're on the same page. Yeah. Right? And so I just like smile, so I feel special because it's immediately that you know that you two are looking at each other and thinking the same thing yeah so i don't think it's as creepy as your teacher winking at you because i never want to think that when you're six years old your teacher's winking at you that's true and i can appreciate someone who can give like a reassuring wink yeah and i get most bobby's good at it most of the winks i get are reassuring wings but they're still like they're far too intimate for me (laughs) you also have a problem with most levels of like interaction with humans. No, I interact just fine. You don't like talking to anyone. That's not true. I would have a podcast. Because you're the most narcissistic person. Me. You are the Gian Gomeshi. Yeah. Is that too soon? <laughs> well, we do have a teddy bear. <laughs> oh. But I don't. Slap. We should tease him. Did you hear about the Lena Dunham story? Lena Why? Dunham. Yeah. Where she used to like. She's a sexual predator. Yeah. What did she do to her sister? Can you tell us? No. But th- what body parts did it involve? Some of them. She used to stick her finger in her sister's... Not belly button. No. <laughs> like, a different hole. But either way, it's been such lower. a sexual week. <laughs> what? <laughs> what else has been sex- No, because on Sunday was Django Mishi last year, last week. And can you tell people, people who don't know who he is, like, outside of Canada? So, Gian Gomeshi is, uh, or formerly was a CBC host of a show called Q, and it was a great thing. He used to interview musical artists and bands and, like, different pop culture individuals, and he was great. Like, he's done stuff for Polaris before. He actually presented at this year's Polaris. Just a great talent. However, on Sunday last week, if you guys haven't heard about it, um, he actually got fired from the CBC after like 20 some odd years of working there because apparently he had really violent sex with like what he affectionately called a jilted ex-girlfriend who came yeah. out and outed him. And so the CBC, which is like a public broadcaster here, but they're unionized, he um, said that they wrongfully outed him based on his public or his private life versus all the stuff that he's brought to the CBC. Having said that, this whole week, all it's been is, like, all these different women coming out and saying, like, yeah, he's abused them, he's super narcissistic, and, Mm -hmm. like, I heard this other guy was, like, a professor who wouldn't let, like, different female students go and intern there just because he has, like, Gian Gomeshi had this, like, um, reputation for, like, hitting on women. Yeah, and a lot of it, a lot of these acts I heard Mm -hmm. were, like, it was super unconsensual where he would literally just start... In like when they're doing their thing, he would yeah. just start slapping them or choking yeah. them. And I mean, there is a genre of sexual debauchery where this is like this is like Fifty Shades of Grey kind of stuff. Yeah. What is but, what did BDSM stand for? B, I uh, I don't know what it stands for. Do you? Bedroom domination social. No, I have no idea. Oh no, I think it, I think it is better like better. Oh, domination. is it? But it's basically my idea, understanding of it is like using 
whips and change and choking yeah. and just like like a dangerous side. Well, some chick from Trailer Park Boys said she was one of them, mm-hmm. and she actually was the first one to come out and use her name. But I thought it was just like. The creepiest thing was that so we were at work the following Monday. And he and popped up there. No! I, oh, my Slept. God. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. He's just going to have a podcast and do amazing shit afterwards, right? Yeah. Like, he can't sue the CBC because you can't. And it's one of those things where now he has, like, all this fame behind him now. Like, I think his profile got even bigger. And a lot of people, like we were saying this yesterday, people who probably haven't listened to Q or, like, actually checked him out as a person and an interviewer, journalist, are probably now actually going back and getting his shit out of the archive to check out. That's true. Well, here's my question to you, and then I just have to finish one winking story, because it's, <laughs> it's right up there with all this geometry. Obviously, they're so clearly on the same level. So, have you heard about, like, all the football players this year? Like, the one football player who beat up his wife in the Ray elevator. Rice. Ray Rice. Yeah, there's the one football player who, like, abused his daughter. Here's, here's it's my- actually really horrible. Sorry, just to interject there. When every Monday we do a TMZ rally, and the Monday right after all the Gian Gomeshi stuff came out, we were, like, talking about it, and we've actually turned Ray Rice into a verb for, like, like hitting women. So we're like... Ray Rice. Yeah, so I was like, oh, my God, Gian Gomeshi Ray Riced all these women. <laughs> Clearly not appropriate. Ray but- Rice, I'm sorry if you're... Oh, I'm not sorry if you're a fan of the podcast, because you shouldn't be... No, you shouldn't be hitting women. Or here's, people. Here's my question for you, so... Gian Gomesh, she gets fired because of what he does in the bedroom, like beating up women. Yeah. Ray Rice gets fired from his, or gets released from his team, pretty much will never play professional football again for punching his wife in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Do you think the, like, people uh, could get fired, like, people deserve to get fired from radio shows for saying something bad on air, or people get fired, released from football teams for, like, doing something really bad in the football field? Do you think, even though these things that they did are clearly awful, like, you shouldn't hit women, you shouldn't be like doing consensual sexual acts mm-hmm. do you think even though those have nothing to do with their profession they should be fired or like from their like uh, um, Mike, Michael Vick was a football player went to jail for dog fighting and like what's oh, dog fighting? Do- like, like dog fight like, like getting to fight with a dog? no like having dogs fight each other like you know cock fights? like with chickens? <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> you've never, like you've heard of like cock fighting dog like basically you get a circle like a ring and you have two dogs fight to like the death pretty much Horrible. Yeah, it does. Either way, do you think these people should be fired from their jobs? Yes. Dogs? I don't want dogs no. fighting each other okay. till death. Uh, aside from dog fighting stuff, like, yeah. do you think someone should get fired from their job because... Of their you, personal life? Yeah. I think if you're a person in a profile spotlight and you have like actual cachet to a brand, you are the voice of that brand. So what you do is essentially publicized. I think what's shitty about before all the stories came out about Gian Gomeshi... I would say, like, he wrote a really self-deprecating statement on his Facebook page, like, right after all the allegations came out, and he couldn't have written it better, because if he wrote it in such, like, a concise, not, like, waxing poetic, mm-hmm. it would have looked too contrived and, like, made up by, his like, a PR agency, so it was good that he wrote it in such, like, a Dear Diary sort of way. However, I think now that all these women have come out saying he's, like, been assaulting women, Mm -hmm. I think, no, you're a public figure, you're assaulting people, in real life you wouldn't, you shouldn't be able to get off the hook, Mm kind of thing, but if it was, like, I, I think it's the degree of what it is, it's like if he was getting in trouble for just having, like, really kinky sex, yeah. and they the CBC didn't like that, 
and it was all consensual and nobody came out and was like, he abused us. Mm-hmm. I think that that's fine. Okay. You? Yeah. No, I agree with you, especially like, uh, yeah, if you're in the public eye, you have like, uh, like especially if you're a football player, you're supposed to be a role model to kids. Yeah. And stuff you do off the field should definitely like affect stuff yeah. you do on the field. And I mean, football gets such a bad rap. They had a guy who is in jail for like murder, like, a t- like and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So yeah, you should like you have people looking up to you. you got like a public image to uphold. Mm-hmm. Gian she represents the CBC brand, and mm-hmm. then that makes them look bad. So yeah, yeah no, I understand. But I was just just I think it's an interesting topic because it's stuff they got fired for. That's nothing to do with their actual job. It's like personal life yeah. stuff. So. But, yeah, just to finish that note, I had a weird wink on Friday. When I, <laughs> <laughs> this guy should get fired. No, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Uh, on my way home from work, so I did a half day to help uh, get ready for the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. I was at my favorite bagel place, Drugsies. There's no G's. First of all, Drugsies. And it, Drugsies is the hardest word to say. Drugsies. I said Drugsies. There. Now say it again. Truxies. No. <laughs> Keep going. D R U X Y S. Truxies. Not D R U G G G G S. I define anyone in the world to be able to say Truxies properly. You just said it properly. Either way, Truxies. Yeah. Make are the only bagel place in Toronto that actually sell poppy seed bagels. Invalid. And you know where you were supposed to go today after work? No, I said I was going to New Boogle Tuesday. Shout out. <laughs> what? I Why said, would you say New Boogle Tuesday? Tuesday, because we can't do it. Tuesday. <laughs> can't do New Boogle Monday because we had to come home and do a podcast. I went to Lotblas. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> eh, I didn't feel like it. I told you I was going on Tuesday, though. Bastard. I know. Like, listen, I'll go tomorrow. I slapped a man for you. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> listen, you crazy. <laughs> Druxies, the Druxies at like College Park. They're yeah. known. I think it's a family-run business. I really like them there because they're all super nice people. So did the ma or pa wink at you? The son, like when you got. <laughs> <laughs> like in an affectionate way. Like your teachers used to? Well, it's like basically, I get there and the guy's like, What do you want? I'm like, Two poppy seed bagels, toaster, cream cheese, please. Because they got the bomb cream cheese there. And when he made it, he I paid and then I'm waiting for my bagel. <laughs> like good transactions would be. Yeah. Right. The guy's like, Would you like a bag? I was like, Yeah. And then he's like, Here you go. I'm like, Thank you so much. He said, like, Have a great day. And as he said, Have a great day, he winked at me. And I was like, what the, Too intimate, man. <laughs> I don't need to be winked at right now. Did like, you feel like he was undressing you with his eyes? No, I wasn't one of those. It wasn't a sexualized, like perverted wink. It was just like a hey, like hey. How man. is intimate? Like it's just how I feel about winks. What happens if I winked at you? Let's see. I can't wink though. Let's see a wink now. See how I feel. You just close both <laughs> your eyes. See, I wish I could wink because I wish I could give a reassuring wink. My wink is like super sleaze bag creep. Like this is how I wink. Like it no, looks, it's just like forced. it looks like I want to be no. inside someone. You, okay, ew, right? I'll get Bobby to like wink at no, you. No, it's too, too <laughs> yeah, intimate. You right? Where was he on Friday? Bobby had another house party. He did uh, apologize because right. he had to split his time between um, Amy's house party and ours. And he's like, "Let's go to Val's house party." And then she's like. No, she's like, we have to go to this house party. And so, it was okay. I do miss Bobby because I would want you to meet Bobby properly. I um, met him. He was super nice. No, 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 but like properly in our party atmosphere. I met him at Verst. For Nick's birthday. First of all, here's another thing. I'm done with restaurants that are too hard to say the name. Drug season Verst? I don't know how to say the word. Is it Worst or Verst? It's Verst. 
<laughs> yeah, that doesn't make it any better. I love these places, but I can't say their names, so I'm okay. just gonna go to McDonald's because it's easy to say. Yeah, honky. Yes, there's no arguing. Change the that. damn subject. Uh, who do we see this past Wednesday? Your mumsy. Yeah, we can just uh, briefly say shout out to Mom's Malin for uh, a lovely dinner on mm. Wednesday. She came down because she had a wedding to go to on Sunday, but she came down earlier Saturday. Saturday, yeah, she came down. Uh, met up with us here. We got mm -hmm. to show our new bed. Did we tell everyone about our fantastic oh new bed Oh my sheets? god. Okay, so John's super metrosexual because he's totally. Because mm -hmm. he totally stole my thunder because it was baiting. Because Ferris told me you showed her a new bed sheet. I'm showing anyone who comes into our place bed sheets. And I don't mean that in a weird Giango messy way. Are we using him as a verb now? Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. It's it's not too soon. He's clearly a, like, a mean man. Whatever, he's never going to be a guest on the podcast. What if he's like, this is what I listen to and with Mr. Big Ears? Who's Mr. Big Ears? His teddy bear! No, weird. <laughs> so either way, what were we talking about? We're talking about the new bed sheets. Up. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yo, there's a point in my life last weekend where I was like... John was at the bachelor party, and I'm like, we went to the bay, and I literally bought everything possible I could find because it was bay days. So we've been trying to buy new bed sheets, and like, our bed sheets could have been like a fucking Tide commercial. Like, if it was before and after, like, we were sleeping in what could be filth. <laughs> no, we were, we were clean. No, enough. we were clean, but my, like, it was all my old bed sheets from like eight years ago that had been through the ringer. We obviously washed them, but they just were so faded, mm -hmm. and like, we just didn't buy new stuff because we were like, oh, we want to buy great stuff. So, <laughs> you know, there's some things to p pay for. New York, violin lessons, Europe. school, Europe, all these four weddings we went to. Mm -hmm. PayPal account. PayPal account. Bandwidth. All this subway ads. This and that, as John says. Go to PayPal. You can help us. No, buy bedsheets. So, like, either way, I bought these bedsheets. It's like fucking sleeping in a marshmallow. It's so comfy. Our fucking room looks so clean now. It is, like, the be-all end-all. So I was so excited. Yeah, they were fantastic. That's why I was showing Ferris the other yeah. day. Yeah, so we showed your mom our bed sheets. She yeah. liked them. She liked them. Then we went for a very nice dinner with her uh, on Church Street. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And then my mom's gangster. She took the subway all the way back up to my aunt's I place. I know, which I'm not okay with, but okay. No, I yeah, it's just because it was late at night. Yeah, and just, it was 10.30. Want... I don't even like taking the subway at 10.30. It's almost like now I know how she felt when she dropped me off like in residence for college. Because we just watched her like walk down the stairs mm -hmm. to like the bottom of the the subway track. And we're yeah. just like, oh, there she goes. I know. And then I was like, we should just go down the other side and see if she's okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, she, she I think she had a lot of fun with us, which was great. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, you had a fun bowling oh party. Oh my god. So Thursday was so fun, but it's been so busy, and John usually texts me to remember things like to eat lunch and stuff like that, and I forgot to do all those things, including eating breakfast. But we went to the ballroom, mm -hmm. and it's this, like, kind of new bowling alley, like... Well, I told her that's where we went for Danimal's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's the same place. So 30 of the people in my department... So wait, uh, was this a Christmas party? No, it's just a marketing rally. You guys always have parties. <laughs> I like it. So we all went there, and... Uh, Daniela split us up into like random teams and whatnot. So on my team was like me, Nick, Sean, uh, the new uh, VP for our department, Chewy, and like a couple other people. Who's Chewy? Chewy is Andrew. We call him Chewy. Okay. Because <laughs> isn't that like a Star Wars character? Yeah, Chewbacca. <laughs> Can you do it? 
I can't do Chewbacca's voice. And then he's like, ooh. <laughs> 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 we, we, what the hell is that? Isn't that the fat guy? I sound like Spling. Sl- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what <laughs> Do you, you, know, you look like a genuine chocolate face. <laughs> Who's that? I'm Slitten Blade. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Brandon used to come up to me and like when I was younger, and him and Carl are kids of the 70s, so they've watched Star Wars like a bajillion times. Do you remember the Sand People? Uh, kind of. I never really watched Okay, that but Brandon used to come up to the door in like my bedroom and be like, Val, remember the sand people? And he go like, you guys can't see my arms, but yeah. I'll t- John Gantz. So he used to go like this. <laughs> outside my door. I was like, you're fucking retarded. Like, what are you doing? That's crazy. So it's so funny. But um I was just gonna say that Sling Blade sounds like our old friend Leonard. No. And you know what's crazy? What? He's knocking on the door. Oh, who is it? Look, it's our it's our good friend Leonard. Oh, hey Leonard. <laughs> How's it going, friends? <laughs> it's your boy Leonard. I just got back from Taiwan. <laughs> I like the fun. I gotta go. <laughs> Bye guys. Why does why does he knock to leave? I don't know. That, that <laughs> In my head, that was going to go a lot better. <laughs> that was horrible. He sounded like Santa Claus he at did. the beginning. I forgot how Leonard sounded like. <laughs> it was like, oh. Okay, since we're doing all these impressions, can you please do your Borat impression? <laughs> no. Just do it. I can't. Yeah. I think I told people that story on Friday. You did, and you told it at the wedding. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The table fully laughed. So let's hear it. I can't do it again. They're going to be like, guys, this podcast is so redundant because Val's so racist. It's everyone's nuts. <laughs> Borat has a scene in this movie where he's like, I was genuinely surprised when I went to the cancer and I saw a genuine chocolate face. <laughs> but you he do said it genuine too many times. It's like, I went to the parliament building and right before me, I saw a genuine chocolate face. <laughs> Never gets old. Never gets old. That day was so legit. Okay, tell. Okay, so either way, we're at the ballroom. We're bowling. I suck at bowling. <laughs> There's also a point where I just gave up, but that's why I just started drinking a lot, and then it's just like I think like Rocky got a turkey. So like, for a those physical of, turkey. No, like for those of you guys who don't know nothing about bowling like me, a good, turkey. Good English. Don't know nothing about bowling. <laughs> Turkeys are when you get three stripes. Which makes no sense, because when you get, like, two strikes, it's not called, like, a chicken or something, right? I don't know what's better than a turkey, but Rocky is, like, a pro star. So her and Adam apparently won. Then we all went and drank at a table, like, for our whole department, and Adam was ordering something called Scooby Snacks. Have you had this before? No. So they're like, okay, when I tell you, I, legit, like, legit drink everything up. I found. Oh, I believe you. You should. And so, like, Adam started ordering these Scooby snacks, which look like these lime green drinks. (laughs) And he's like, who wants some? And before he'd even ask people, I would take, like, both of them and, like, throw them. That's just the oven. Oh. And I was like, that's so scary. You want to talk to him real quick? You got scared shitless last night. Yeah, and like, who comes to my defense? I had to like slap I, you. Slap me? I got up the second you said. No, you didn't. 
Uh, okay, legit. John is like the worst person to have if somebody breaks into our apartment. Did I not know? Did I not go out there? And After like, I like, literally, like that killer could have killed, walked all the way to our bedroom and like kidnapped us. Basically, we have a garbage bag in the kitchen of stuff I was going to throw out in the morning, and there were some speakers that fell out of it. Yeah, and, like, crashed and, like, woke the shammy. Uh, Did you have to do that? You didn't cut your mouth. I know. That's so gross. Your mom would be pissed. That's true. Right? But, yeah, the, like, the speakers fall out. I fucking wake up as if a fucking gun went off, and there's my comatose boyfriend, starfished on the bed, face down, I'm like... John, wake up. There's somebody in our apartment. Something happened. And then he's like, what? What? <laughs> I don't like Benjamin. No, Benjamin doesn't sound like that. And so I was like, John, get up. There's somebody, like something broke or something. Yeah. And so you're like, oh. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, I'll come to your defense right this second. No, that's not at all what you it's said. Exact, it's an exact I fucking defend I your honor by slapping people. I would think so. Yeah, what do you do to defend mine? I check the speakers, I throw out the garbage. <laughs> I take winks from drug seeds, guys. Oh, uh, okay. Is that defending my honor or defending your own? It's a confidence builder. As much as, <laughs> as, much as it's too intimate for my own liking. So, so funny. So, okay, pressing God. So, Thursday was really, really awesome at the ballroom. And then a bunch of us were like, hey, you know, we love jamming on Wednesdays. But we actually postponed jamming on Wednesdays to jam on Thursdays. And we all put in like 10 bucks each to go get a bunch of two fours and stuff. So, we ended up jamming till about midnight. And it was like crazy. Like we fucking brought it that night. It was awesome. My fingers were like killing. I came home I think at like 12:30 that night. I felt okay. Like mm-hmm. I think like my stability with drinking has gotten better as I got an older. So like you're like Val, just make sure you sleep in mm-hmm. for like half an hour. I think I got up an hour earlier than I usually do. I think so. And I was still like the third person at work. <laughs> so That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So that was Thursday. And- Thursday, I was prepping for Halloween. Uh, Ferris came over for a bit. Mm-hmm. I showed her our bed sheets because I'm <laughs> yeah. very proud. And then we made Jello shots. Yeah. Uh, and then I just I, I kind of decorate half of the ha- the apartment. Which which Jello shot was the wild card? So yeah, as you guys know, the, my three keys to making Jello shots for parties is one make uh, make uh, one that everyone's just comfortable with, the mm-hmm. fan favorite. Uh, which is just like a nice token, like red jello shot, the normal amount of Malibu. Malibu. And then you gotta do the uh, uh, night fucker, which is just the one with like a crazy amount of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And then you gotta do the wild card, which is where you choose like a crazy color. Like for my birthday, I made blue, like uh, Breaking Bad Heisenberg blue yeah. stuff. So this one, I made a mistake of the comforting one was supposed to be uh, red. Yeah. I accidentally put way too much booze in there. <laughs> yeah. And then. I was like, well, fuck, the orange ones are supposed to have a lot of booze because it's orange. So I'm like, fuck, I'll put a lot of booze in the orange. Because we made these non-realistic rules. Oh, because orange is like Halloween color. And then I had purple was the wild card one. And purple had like a normal amount of like Malibu. It was crazy. But what I love even better was Ferris. There's like only three actual (laughs) ingredients and instructions to make jello shots. It's like first put in the powder, then put in the boiling water. Stir. Then stir it. And then put in one cup of um, whatever booze of your choice. Clearly, Ferris put in the like water and the booze first, then put in yeah. the gelatine, and none of it stuck. So like we had it in the fridge for four hours, and then like 
a third of the jello shots were just liquid shots. And so she's just like, they're just the final ones. So either way, so you guys actually, um, like I actually didn't do much this time for prepping. Like, No, you did. You you got a lot of the food and you helped make it. No, Ferris got all the food. No, you help make the food. I help make the food, but usually like I actually help decorate more and I help like do the shots and stuff like that. But um, it's just been so busy. You guys definitely... Um, held it together and like everybody when I spoke to them today said they had a blast Matt said like the place looked amazing and he always like everybody always liked coming over here because it's like costume mandatory yeah so uh, why don't we tell everyone about the Halloween night done oh god (laughs) (laughs) so So as you go flip the chicken uh, the night was a big success there's always a lot of craziness and uh, it started the night we had Ferris came over early and we were just kind of getting ready with our costumes because Val and Ferris were going as like a tag team uh, costume. They both went as Cher and Dion from Clueless, which was awesome. I will say this. I do think uh, Val had costume of the night and she most resembled what the actual person looked like. So I'll see if I can... Racist. <laughs> I don't mean because of... Complexion of skin tones ran. She yelled racist if you couldn't hear that from the kitchen. I meant she literally she had uh, a wig that braided Put braids in she had the hat down to a T. I'll try and post a picture of like the actual uh, People and then what her costume looked like it was like spot-on My costume again. I went as a 30 rock joke. I went as werewolf bar mitzvah but uh, shout out to cousin Andrew DJ Mallon. When he first saw me, he just thought I was uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which was which was easier to explain. And by the as the night kept going on, when people were asking me what I was, I just started telling them, "Oh, I'm the Wolf of Wall Street." Aww. Just because people, are, uh, it's easier than being like, "Oh, have you seen that one episode of Thirty Rock where Tracy Morgan has a novelty party Halloween song called Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, and the whole chorus is boys becoming men, men becoming wolves." But my costume consisted of uh, uh, dress pants, a white dress shirt, suspenders, a star... Can you tell people about your suspenders? What? What's there to say? I bought okay. them from H&M. So, John is literally like... I don't think... Have you ever worn suspenders? At uh, my sister's wedding, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know you did. Mm. Weren't they under a vest, though? Well, they were... They, yeah, kind of. Um, so, either way. So, we go to H&M. Oh, uh, this isn't even true. This is so say. true. And Miranda this can, like... This isn't even true. This is, Miranda and Ferris can totally attest to the story. So, we're getting ready. And, like... Bullshit. The main kids who, like... The kids who have grown up in all of our parties and all of our lives came over earlier. So, we're all getting ready here. We're all prepping shit. John is so excited to put on his costume. So, when we were at H&M... You were going to get black suspenders. And I told you not to get black suspenders because I'm like, oh, suspenders are really cool. I'm like, why don't you get a pair of blue suspenders because then you can wear them with multiple things and they'll just look a little bit different. So, you, sir, where you get your suspenders, Bullshit. you put on your pants. <laughs> I would hope so. Right? And then you put on your, like, white dress shirt and we're trying to figure out your suspenders. So, I put on your suspenders um for you and you like latch them on and you instantly think you're the best you did look really good looking right like john's a good looking kid but you <laughs> no 
no problem. I just slap guys for you. And so you put on these suspenders. I'm not even shaking you. John strutted in front of our full-length mirror in our family room for what could have been 10 solid minutes. No, this is full-blown bullshit. This is not even. This is like no bullshit. This is full-blown bullshit. You know why? <laughs> why? Because the full-length mirror that I looked at is my least favorite mirror in that apartment. I don't use that mirror to check myself out because it makes me look like a plum. I use the mirror that is in our dining room because it's a it's a it's a wider mirror. Yeah, but you know what's not in the dining room? All the three people in the apartment to look at you while you model no, off I your sh- I was just making sure my suspenders were on straight. I brushed my hand through my hair only three or four times. It doesn't mean <laughs> I'm checking myself out. So either way, my narcissistic boyfriend, who I love to death, looked really nice in his suspenders. And since I was werewolf bar mitzvah, you had the good idea of, you're like, you gotta add the uh, the Jewish song to our playlist. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. What's it called? Hava... Uh, Hava... Hava Nagila, I think? I think so. We're not even yeah. gonna attempt to sing yeah. it, because we'll, we'll, we'll just... We'll just be completely um, inappropriate. Ignorant, yeah. But then you had the bright idea, like, if this song comes on the playlist, we have to put you in a chair and have everyone yeah. lift you up. Yeah, so we actually tested it, and then every time the song came on, you were on the balcony, because another person and pop by the apartment yeah. and so I was like nah my head would have gone right through the ceiling no we tested it so. yeah but you tested it without anyone on the chair yeah but it was just like you could see how you not enough with a bunch of drunk people throwing me so in the air either way we ended up doing the dance in the circle that's true <laughs> and uh so, so do you want to tell a talk about the party yeah definitely I think it was a big success I mean the keys to a good party are uh, good friends, mm-hmm. good music, and uh, copious amounts of alcohol, a mm-hmm. place for people to go to smoke if they smoke yeah. cigarettes or cigars, whatever it is, enough space for people to be a walk around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always do food. Food, yeah. yeah. And I think we had all those things. And we also, like, this year was a little bit different because, like, we never do games at our parties, but there was definitely Adam asked to do a game, and it fucking killed Definitely, but let's let's go into like chronological, chronological order. order. So it's one of those things again. One of these parties, like I don't I don't want I hate doing birthday parties for myself. The same reason why you hate doing your own birthday party, because I hate when like the the you we set the party for seven p.m. Yeah, and here comes eight o'clock. It's just you, me, Val. Oh, you are Thanks. Val. <laughs> you, me, Ferris. So narcissistic. Mer- he doesn't even remember me as his. Guy. <laughs> and I'm like, no one showed up for the first 45 minutes. And I'm like, why is anyone coming? Yeah, but it's always that thing where I'm like, why do we make the call time so early? I know. But then, like, cue, like, 8.30 and, like, everyone's here, yeah. right? Uh, so, uh, it starts off great. Like, the music's going well. Mm-hmm. People are mingling, having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. We made, like, 150 jello shots. We made 150 jello shots. Everyone's costumes, like, were on point. Like, it's everyone's so like, good. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were some of the costumes, just to set the tone? So, uh, Jason and his sister Jenny went as Chloe and Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Jason is the not, prettiest woman. Well, I was going to say Jason is a guy, not a girl. Yeah, and but so he's actually the prettiest woman. He looked like a very pretty woman. He had the best cheekbone definition. Yeah, and a butt to go with it. Yeah, which and so weird. my favorite thing, though, Jenny stuffed her butt with like uh, mattress pad cushioning. Oh, that what it was? Yeah, so then at the end of the night, or like the next morning, all I found was all this mattress, mattress pad cushioning on our kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. It was so crazy. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked Adam's costume. Him and you did? You hated that movie. I hated the movie, but I can appreciate the costume. Him and his fiance Jenny, went as the characters from Up. 
Shout out to Adam and his fiance. It's nice to finally meet him yeah. because I know he's such a big fan of the podcast. Yeah. I know he's such a great uh, co-worker that you mm. have that you he's brought. He's so us. awesome. And he was just like, it was awesome. Like I saw him, I think mm. I briefly said hi when he came in, but then he made a point to like come meet me in I the know. kitchen and talk. I'm just like, oh, it's so nice to finally meet oh. you. So shout out to him. Which is great because then the day before was the first day I actually met Jenny. Oh, really? Right? She so was he, super nice yeah, too. Yeah, so that was awesome. We'll talk about their Jenny's costume so she went as the basket with the balloons mm. right and adam went as like the little boy in his uh, cub scout outfit yeah so it's like super cute so there's that uh there was the pineapple pineapple yes yeah, so, so telefrance telefrance what was her name like ananas, anus? no ananas ananas yeah which I thought everyone just went as fruit because Dan, like our Dan, Penguin Dan, yeah. went as a banana. And I thought his girlfriend, Fabienne, went, went as, as a strawberry. But then I asked Matt today and he equally thought she was a strawberry. Yeah. Well, so, she was... She was a ladybug. Ladybug, that's right. So, uh, I'm not the only one in my thoughts. No, no. That everyone went as fruit this year. <laughs> Why is every, everyone else... Oh, I like Miranda. She went as... Um, what's her face? Lydia from, from <laughs> Beetlejuice. Which was really good. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone, I feel like Matt is Nacho Libre. Matt is Nacho Libre is pretty damn good. Um, who else is there? I can't, yeah. can't even think. Everyone was in our apartment. Yeah, no. So I like Z and Tammy went as Mormons. Mormons. It was yeah. a very religious Halloween. It was. I know. I went as a Jewish werewolf. Yes. Uh, which is great. Should we get to the surprise pop in appearance? Yeah. So at one point, Maddie and Nikki were coming over, but they were driving. So I had to go down mm-hmm. and let them in uh, to the. Uh, garage with the parking pass. Mm-hmm. So I go downstairs with Danimal, aka, AKA Penguin, aka Banana this time, <laughs> and we're outside waiting, and all I hear is this, I see this guy walking towards me, and all I hear him say is, turn down your damn music, punk, or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, what? I'm yeah. like, how does this guy know I'm having a party? Yeah. Guy <laughs> walks closer, and I should have known. You're in a werewolf hat. <laughs> it's the one that and only. tipped him off. The man, the myth, the legend. Pops Madeline. Wow. Making a surprise guest appearance. Mm-hmm. Fedora on head, cigar mm-hmm. in hand, yeah. saying, you know I had to come to one of your legendary 605 Halloween parties. so party. exciting. I loved it when he came through the door. It was so, like, what? So badass. He's like, because he was in town for the wedding with my mom. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I was out to dinner with your mom and your aunt Janet and Tom. And he's just like, I gotta pop in and see. He's yeah. Like, and he's like, Which I, I heard your uncle is supposed to come too. Yeah, Tom was supposed to come, but then Aunt Janet's like, no, you can't Why? go. <laughs> I don't know. She probably has. She knew what was up, but. Yeah. My dad, she's like, oh, I hope that's okay. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's more than okay. Everyone was like super cool. Yeah. Everyone was super excited that he came. But I was like, I'm like, I gotta wait for our friends to let them in. I'm like, you go in with Dan. I'm, yeah. I'm like, just go in. I'm like, I wish I, I wish I was, I wish I was upstairs for him to do the popping because I would have loved to have seen like everyone's reaction. Yeah. But uh, tell me what it was like. Like, where did you see him? How did this I happen? I was in the dining room, I think, and then. He came through the door, and, like, somebody's like, hey, look who's here. And then I was like, holy shit. And I think I just, like, ran through the kitchen to give him a hug or something. Yeah. But I was, like, I was a little, some might say I was a little tipsy by then. Yeah. But I was just, like, so excited. And then I was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And so I was like, I didn't know if you knew he was coming, which I, is why you went downstairs. No, I had no idea. It was, it was a really nice surprise, yeah. actually. So it was just really awesome. I love the fact that your dad sent us an email today, and he sent some pictures that neither of us know who took one of them. Yeah. And I didn't even remember doing a jello shot with your dad. I know. It was, like, the best picture. 
But it was awesome. Like I think everyone really, everyone, 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 really everyone, everyone loves the pop span. Yeah. Like he was. But it was nice. Butter. Like I know, like Z and Tammy messaged me today saying it was like so crazy to meet John's dad and stuff. And I realized if we call Andrew DJ Mallon the fun Mallon, yeah, you know what we have to call my dad the more fun Mallon. No, he's the popular Mallon. Oh, trending Mallon. Because he was basically. I was like, what are you looking at? No, I don't know. I okay, looking. I was like, that's so creepy. Because I think he was just. He's like, oh, John. He's like, don't worry about me. He's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to stay with me. I'm fine, but I think he was just like, Get the fuck out of here. I'm the popular man. I can go, let me go talk to everybody yeah. now. I never get concerned. I think what oh, I like not. about your dad is just like him coming like to the party was just like, he's definitely like, he's super chill. He's not going to be like, what are you drinking or whatever. He wasn't, here, he wasn't here to like the bust the party. No, <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. If anything, he made our parties a little bit more legit. Yeah, it was great. Like, I got to have a cigar with him on the balcony yeah. with Andrew and like a bunch of everyone came out and I got to do some to everyone. The yeah. other thing I liked, I'm like, I got to tell everyone, like, my, my dad lived across the street in that yeah. building. That's where he met my mom and everyone's like, that's crow crazy. That's so crazy. And like, I just saw like everyone was laughing with him. He was yeah. laughing. And I'm like, I got, I'm glad he got to experience. He for a while too, which was good. It was super cool. So now Pops Mallon. He's been to the party. AKA Popular Mallon got to come in and experience the party. But I think the crazy part was, so this is where the, we put on the June. And I was like, where's John? So there's always a point where in a party where John and I are never in the same room together. Right? So it's like, if you're on the balcony, I'm inside. If I'm in the kitchen, you're in the dining room. Like, we're never together. And so the the song came on that had Hava, Nagila, Hava. And so I was like, John! And you were like, nowhere to be found. And then in the meantime, Adam's like, let's bust out the game. Mm. And so I knew you were out on the balcony at this point. We all got into a circle, and Adam, I don't know where he comes up with these games, but he told Nick and I, like, 14 other cool games today, and I was like, oh my god, mm. the potential. And so, it's basically, you get an LCBO, like, the double wine bottle bag, mm. you put it on the floor, and you're not allowed to use your um, hands to go down and pick it up. You have to put your hands behind your back, you can't kneel or anything, and you have to pick up the bag in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And every time you go around the circle and everyone does it, um, then you cut off an inch of the bag, so the bag gets keeps getting lower. So you actually have to like use your stability to like actually pick up the bag with your mouth. And this was like crazy. Like people were like well into it, right? Mm-hmm. And like I think the craziest part was everybody was like completely annihilated doing it. Yeah. And I was so impressed nobody fell fucking face first broke and their broke their teeth on the floor. So it was so crazy. But it was just like. I don't know what room I was in at points, but all I could hear was like with the tension. It's like go, 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 and then just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it was so much fun. Like I just yeah, it was pretty epic. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun that party. What else? Oh, my other favorite part. Are, are we still going chronologically, or can I just start you telling just random tell, random, r- random parts? It's right. so another fun part. Adam, you're coming to all our parties from now on. So then, freaking uh, Jenny's balloons were stuffed full of helium. <laughs> Which, by the way, this is not safe to do. If I was here, I'd be like, don't do this. Really? Have you ever done it? No, because it's, it's actually not a safe thing to do. Oh, I've done it before. What? You're basically doing whippets. No. <laughs> Listen, you. This is this is my boyfriend. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, right. good this to know. Five and a half years, six years in, just about. No, your calendar perception of the year. Six years in April. It's it's only November. Yeah, it's like five and a half years. <laughs> I round up with love. Just because you round down with love doesn't. Just because you don't care as much about this, you get clam hands. No, I'm 
No, my hand, my legs are cold, so it's okay now. Um, so either way, so you've never done that? You've like no, not done dangerous. anything. It's not dangerous. Yeah, it, it, well, if someone jumped off a cliff, would you do it? There's not the same as sucking helium. <laughs> so either way, so we end up going. Adam cuts like the air out of the, uh, Jenny's balloons, and then he's like, "Yo!" and he comes up to me. His voice was so funny, and then I did it, and then um, Jenny did it, and then can't remember Daniela did it, and so she started Snapchatting like Bobby and everybody to like send them, and like Bobby today was like, "I had no idea what the hell you guys are doing," but I'm like, "Oh my god, the most ultimate helium voice will be Tammy's." Yeah. And so we bring Tammy, and Tammy has like the cutest little girl voice. It's so high pitched as is. So she came and did it and we all fucking fell over laughing it was so awesome yeah so yeah like straight up i'll get so many helium balloons for the next party it was so funny i will pop every one of those no it's not good for you maybe that's why my voice is hurting maybe that's why today i feel yeah what do you think i didn't do any of those things and i'm like a fucking stud over here yeah right let's fast forward to the next day okay so what time did the party actually end? Like 2.30. 2.30, like 3. We Two th- finally got people out of here. And then we we did a base of clean, like we cleaned for about an hour. We did a surface cleaning, which was like getting all oh. the bottles Here, to the kitchen. Here's one other thing. I'm like, fucking bad timing. Out of all the days for the light in the bathroom to burn out, the light in the M- music room, room to burn out, and to like not have any big garbage bags. Yeah, like, like how does this, how is this place falling apart? Like we were like party cursed. Like it yeah. was so crazy. And then we had a wedding the next day, so it was like we need the bathroom light to work. Yeah, so we we cleaned for about an hour. Although it did add to the ambiance on Halloween because it was like a strobe. It light. was like a strobe light. <laughs> I'm like I didn't want you. Going. I know. I was like I can't go in there. Uh, so yeah, so we we go to sleep what three thirty four. Or something like that. Yeah, I wake up at like 9. Wake up at 9. And I was so worried. I'm like, I don't want to be hungover. Like, I did drink a fair bit on Friday night. But it was one of those things where I kind of stopped drinking maybe around 12. Yeah. So then, like, we were up till about 3.34. So I I kind of felt like, oh, I might be okay for the wedding. I won't Mm -hmm. be super hungover. Yeah. Woke up and I'm I'm like, wow, you know what? I actually don't feel too, too too bad. bad. I feel actually pretty all right. Yeah. We got up. I went to Canadian Tire to get light bulbs, mm-hmm. Swiffers, garbage bags. You were awesome. You cleaning, started to do cleaning. some cleaning. Come back. We actually were able to clean quite a quite bit. Quite a bit. Of we put a huge dent in it. The problem is no matter how much you clean, for the next two, three days, it's still going to smell like a, a homeless man's asshole. It's <laughs> <in here. laughs> so pleasant, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then so... Then we got ready for the wedding, mm-hmm. and there's no better, no weirder feeling like the contrast of being dressed up really nicely. But then I started to feel a little hungover, <laughs> and so, then going to sit in a church to think about what you've done. <laughs> yeah, I know. Honestly, when we got to the church, I started to get more hungover because I feel like whoever is above me <laughs> is just judging you, judging me. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's talk about the what. Do you have to do chicken stuff? Yeah, I just want to go flip the chicken. Okay, so we get to the church, yeah. and uh, shout out, uh, for, sorry, before we even get into this, I do want to say I apologize for not actually doing a party podcast, because a lot of people that night did want to do a, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, they thought you were doing one. I was. I had the mic set, the problem was, it's just, it's so hard, like the fact that we actually got a party podcast set last Halloween is amazing, because so many, like just the way you're always rotating around, yeah. I just had to kind of start it, and people, like at one point it almost happened when I was in here, yeah. but then I went to go get a beer and people left, so it was one of those things where... It's so hard to rally it. Yeah, but we will have a lot of people on, like uh, Maddie said she wants to come back on, yeah. so we should do one with Jason, her, Nick, Jason, Adam, Nick, all yeah. those guys, uh, but also... 
the guy I really, really want to get onto the podcast is uh, Chris. Yeah, way, he, I know. Uh, so when he gets back from his honeymoon, yeah. we'll have like a first-hand experience. You can tell us about his wedding and totally. all that stuff. So shout out to that. Yeah, uh, maybe he can. Him and Miranda can be on the finale. Uh, maybe if they're back, back in time. In time yeah. yeah. If not, we'll record when it could be yeah. the season premiere. But they're in uh, they're honeymooning in Mexico, Mexico so, so shout yeah. out to them. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about when we got to the church because I think it was like okay for me it was just so lovely. It was the same church that Jenny and Anthony, our other friends, got married at, and it was so beautiful. And it was really nice because it's like even though like we felt like shit, yeah. right? It was so like you could tell Chris was so happy. Like yeah, I the, knew him and Becca, like they're like the sweetest, nicest people. Mm-hmm. And so you just they rival us for like celebrity power couples because <laughs> yeah. we're pretty awesome. We're pretty awesome, but we're neck and neck. Yeah. I think that if anything, right now they might have the lead just because of how awesome yeah, their wedding was. It was pretty badass. Yeah, but um, it was really nice because it's like I feel like that love story is one that I've lived through kind of thing. So it was really nice to see two of your friends and I've known Chris forever um, since elementary school and Becca did he have a beard even in elementary school he had a beard in grade 5 like that's just legit the only one thing I don't like about Chris is the fact that he's had a beard his whole life and I can barely grow a (laughs) neck beard so it's the only thing I'm a little bit jealous of everything else he's the best guy ever but I would love if you could give me some of your beard beard. that sounds really creepy actually Um, so it was really sweet so like I didn't think I'd get emotional. Like, I don't know. Maybe at the ripe age of 30, all of a sudden, I'm getting really emotional about really sentimental things. Uh. But, like, what was that? <laughs> That's my reassuring grunt. What, uh. <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry. Rappers do it. I thought I could. No. Uh. <laughs> that, 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 sounds, that sounds like you're constipated. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. I feel it's silly to tell my pretty story after that weird sound. What pretty story? My pretty story at the wedding. Yeah? No, Chris had, like, it was the sweetest. Can I tell my damn story? You Uh. already called me off. So I was just going to say that I don't get sentimental that much. Sometimes I do. But it was really nice. Like, Chris walked down the aisle and, like, with all his groomsmen and everything, and he gets to the front. And he's standing there, and then, like, Becca came out, and she looks stunning, and she walks out. Uh, I was just going to say, when he was walking down the aisle, the, like, the best part about him is he had the biggest smile like, on his face. ear-to-ear yeah. smile. Yeah, it was, it was really cool It was see. really nice. And, like, Becca got up there, and they just both looked at each other, and you could tell, like, this couple's, like, so in love with each other, and mm-hmm. I think... That's something is just like a testament. Like they're just like two really awesome individual people, but then put mm. them together and it's just like so fantastic. So it was really nice just to see them come together and like celebrate something that we've all lived through for a while. And so I thought the ceremony was great. I thought the priest was like really funny and engaging. It was really awesome to see like Chris's sisters dressed up so beautifully. I always love seeing like all of our friends dressed up really nicely. Do you remember when that phone went off? Oh my god, yeah. it was like so fun. I think it was like a Taylor Swift song or something. That's the only thing I yeah. felt bad about. Uh, it made me laugh because I can't remember someone's phone went off. It was like a Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. Then they give give it to like Lil. Lil and to like figure it out. And I felt but, bad because I know Lil felt like it was her. And it just made me laugh because as soon as she got the phone, that's when everyone looked at her and they all thought it was her problem. I her, know. And I knew it wasn't her fault. I just turned around to start shaking my head and disapprove. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, 
Okay, wait, backtrack. So, like, fat, like rewind. Halloween. So, on Halloween, Lillian and Benoit have never been to any of our house parties. No. And they flew in for Chris's wedding. And so, super awesome was that they came in costume. Like, even people mm-hmm. who live here chose not to come to the party because they didn't have a costume. Yeah. No comment who you are. But, like, our, like, two Probably of our... Like Scarborough, though. <coughs> Two of our closest friends from Vancouver flew in, came in costume. Benoit had the craziest hat wig hair thing. It was like Finding Nemo meets Elton John. Did you? This was. This, so Benoit wanted to do something that would have made this the best house party ever. And, Go. But I'm like, oh, we can't do this. So remember at his wedding when they do that boat I wanted thing? to do was it that, too. Were you the one who slipped yeah. it? Because he's just like, John, he's like, okay, I've been thinking about it. I figured out the logistics to fit. He's like. Diagonally. Yeah. You know, he's like, we're going to start in the living room. Yeah. Then we're going to have someone cut around the corner and they're going to go around the. <laughs> like, oh my God. And like for a second, I'm like, yes. Yeah, he's like, I got the song ready to go. I was so excited. Did you poo-poo this idea? I, I did because Why? I'm like. You're such an old man. I know. I'm like, if we were in a field, sure. <laughs> I wanted to, and I love his spark and his ambition to do it. But I'm me like, and Benoit are like kismet partiers. I know. Like, I'm like someone's got. I got to be the worry wart. Worry wart. Listen, so, if it was up to me, you wouldn't be doing helium whippets. You wouldn't have been <laughs> either way. Either way. So, uh. fa- <laughs> so fast back forward. Uh, <laughs> so we get back to the church. It was so awesome. It was so great. The ceremony was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then um, it started snowing. But it was nice snow. I, I liked it. It, it, it was, was so beautiful. It was like November 1st. The snow just kind of fell perfectly as everyone's coming mm-hmm. out and Chris and Becca ran into yeah. like the, the like limos. Limo. And I, I liked Like it was freezing cold, but it was perfect for my hangover. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it froze it out of you. Uh. And so we stopped I can't. I, no, I, want, I didn't mean to do that. Now so I'm So we out. ended up going to verse. Like all of us. Um, me, Miranda, Lil, Benoit, um, Alan, then Denise, her siblings. It was awesome. And so we ended up just kicking it there. And then we went home for like maybe like half an hour. Yeah. And I definitely am like, oh, I passed out because I was feeling like ball. Yeah. As the day went on, you you know when you're hungover, you're supposed to start off shitty and then start to yeah. I just got worse and worse as the day was yeah. going on. And then... It's going to get the water. Yeah. And then so... Uh, we got changed and got ready to go back out. We got in a cab because we were meeting up with Miranda to go meet her to go to the uh, reception part of the wedding. And now, usually, um, yeah, like I said, we're in the cab. And I'm not a kind of guy who gets car sick at all. But as the three of us are driving to this wedding, I started to get so nervous because I'm sitting in the middle. And I thought for sure I was going to throw up in that cab. I'm like, oh, my God, this is not going to end well at all. And I'm like, we're on the garden of the highway. I'm like, there's not even a place for this cab driver to pull over if I'm going to throw up. And at that point, I had to decide, if I do throw up, am I throwing up on myself, ruining my fantastic suit? Do I turn left, throw up all over Val? I'm like, well, she's got to forgive me because we live together. Turn right, throw up on Miranda because I'm like, well, we don't live together. So, uh, you know, maybe I won't see her for a week and she'll forget about all of it. Or do I throw up on the cab driver and then he kicks us out on the highway? Luckily, I held it in. I didn't throw up at all that day. We uh, got to the old mill, which is where the reception was at. And it was a great, really, really great location. I'd actually never been there before. We walked in and uh, we got to like the cocktail area dinner place. And I still feel like shit. But, you know, I actually, by then I started to feel a little bit better once we saw everyone there. And it was super awesome because at the bachelor party, Chris was telling all of us, he's like, I'm so excited. All Becca... 
kept saying, well, she really wanted a magician at the wedding. Oh, my God. And he's like, I didn't tell her, but I actually booked a magician. And she's not going to know till she gets there. And it's so, so crazy. So we get there, and the magician was awesome. And yeah. He looked like he would be a magician, too. Yeah. He had like, one of those, there like, was no other occupation. Yeah. There is no other, like, occupation choice for this man. No, it's not like he can, I don't know, he couldn't be, like, a farmer or something. No. Like. I was like, guy, you're fucking lying. You're not, like, a physicist. You are a magician. Yeah. So. So he did a couple awesome tricks we got to watch. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we all had a drink, hung out, yeah. and we proceeded to the uh, table area. He was like a sorcerer. You're still on this guy. He was so, the one trick with the card where he merged Becca and Chris's card Mm -hmm. was like crazy. Like, Maneri and I thought we had it figured out how he did the first part of the trick, but then we're like, how the fuck would you merge two cards? Like, Mm -hmm. that was crazy. Yeah, that shit's tight. Yeah. Uh, And then I liked, uh, I like how they had all the tables set up. Yeah. Because what, like. Ours was closest to the bar, (laughs) which which may have been. No, but I liked our location, like ours was the Clinton's table. Oh, yeah. Like the way they set it up was Clinton's, their fa- Chris and Becca's favorite bar to hang out with. And had a picture of all you guys, like all well, of us. Well, I out. actually had, like, okay, so here's my thing. I was like, I can't recognize what day this is, mm-hmm. right? As like Clinton's. So, like, Clinton's does like 90s music, 80s music. We always go to theme parties there, or like birthdays. And so I'm looking at this picture and I was like, I clearly, like, we have to ask Chris and Becca. But I'm like, I feel like this is a picture I would have tagged everybody in, mm-hmm. right? Off my Facebook feed. So now I want to go back into oh, yeah. my Facebook. Facebook profile and find where this event was. Mm-hmm. So so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we tell everyone about the wait staff lady we had? Oh t- my god! So first of all, the food was really it really was good. So delicious. It was, actually, that's it was like the first time I ate vegetables yeah. that week. It's when I started to feel better. I think when I first had like that soup or whatever we yeah. had, I'm like, oh, good food so in my good. stomach. The chicken, the meat was mm-hmm. great. So it was the- good fall food. Mm-hmm. But they had, like, a super old wait staff there. It was so funny, but we had the bitchiest, sassiest waitress ever. Yeah, she would just, like, throw down our food. And, <laughs> and like, her and Richard almost had an altercation because Richard's so animated when he talks. And so he, like, almost, like, slapped the salad out of her hand. And so she, like, snatched it back. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, it was quite fun sitting next to Richard all night. He was just he saying was so the funny. funniest thing. He was saying the most ridiculous things. But there was points where, like, you weren't even done. And, like, I think at one point, like, Benoit and I were, like, covering our soup. So oh, we didn't like, want it to take it yeah. from us. Because she just, like, literally siloed and took Miranda's away. Mm-hmm. And so she was so funny. Like, everybody was, like, so on point. But this woman, like, <laughs> had, like, wanted to kill us all. And even at one point, someone spilled the drink on the dance floor. And she, like, came in with, like, this big mop. And she, like, she, like get out! The way. And she started like trying to mop people's feet. And people were like trying to dance around her. And she's like, sh- like almost so like, yeah, yeah. So it was so funny. Uh, and how are all the speeches? I, okay, this is okay. Fact: all Becca's family are all like the best. Like. Um, what you would call it, public speakers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, her dad is, like, a published author. Like, cool. even though Becca's, like, a uh, pharmacist, mm-hmm. she, like, her sister, I actually don't know what Meg does, but clearly she can give the best, like, most eloquent speech. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's heartwarming. It's, like, pulls out your heartstrings. It was fantastic. I think Arthur went so light on Chris, though. Oh, really? Let him off the hook? Oh, totally let Chris off the hook. But, like, between Chris... Um, sorry, between Arthur and Meg mm-hmm. and their speeches, I thought they were probably, like, two of my favorite, like, best man and um, maid of honor speeches. Yeah, I like Chris's dad's speech. Chris's dad's speech, like, okay. Because I'd never met him before, but, like, when he walked up, people tea. people started chanting his name, yeah. and he just seemed like a really awesome, funny... He's such a cool. funny dude, right? Like, Joe T is awesome. 
And, like, it's just crazy because it's, like, everybody in that room was, like, so... Like, it was family and it was friends. Like, there was no, like, strangers or people you didn't know. So, it kind of felt like everyone knew everyone mm. to a certain degree. And so, I can't remember who made a speech. But then, like, Anthony's dad just went, yeah, right yeah. in the background. But it was so Italian and, like, non. Like, me and Richard just burst out laughing. Because <laughs> it was at such an inappropriate time yeah. during Jyoti's speech. <laughs> so, we're just like, Mr. Tundo, what the fuck? Right? So it was so funny. But yeah, it was like the most lackluster. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was was so funny. That was good. And then they got the dance floor. Dance floor was pretty solid. I like Chris because when he was thinking, it was like, okay, so guys, the dance floor is going to open up now. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm going to be. He's like, I expect all you to be on yeah. the dance floor the rest of the night because he's like, I'm not going to be leaving yeah, it at all. Yeah, him and Becca can dance for like 24 hours straight. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I love about them. Like, it, it is like nonstop. And they're like, they're in it to win it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. It was good. The music was, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, uh, it's always tough for weddings because I feel like, you know. You have to cater to everybody. Yeah, it's like half young people, half like grandparents, parents. Yeah. So it's just like, you got to find that mix of like, when do I play? Like, Little John's turn down for what? And then yeah. when do I play like. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Something, like, for everyone. Yeah. But my favorite part was... It wasn't turned down... It was, like, LMFAO's oh, yeah. party rock anthem. Yeah. And, so, like, there was, like, four or five, like, uh, songs like that that went uh, in a row. And then it was party rock anthem. And then it ended... As soon as that song ended, it was... Ah, see trees. trees of green. green. What a wonderful world. It's just like a funny like. Came on, like all of us just burst out laughing, and you realize I hate slow dancing. I think it's yeah. just like this is something you realized about me. It's another reason why we, why we work well together is because we both don't like slow dancing. No, you know what it is, and I think it's just because I don't do anything slow that I feel <laughs> That's like for I'm sure. <laughs> Shut up, right? I just feel like I should be doing more during a slow dance. So for me, it's just I should feel like multitasking. Mm-hmm. So I just burst out laughing because it was like LMFEO and in that scenario I felt like I should have lasers yeah. like going off and then What a Wonderful World came on and I was like I just burst out laughing it was mm-hmm. so funny so but that- like the dancing was so legit like Chris had so many people there like we closed down the place yeah we stayed right till the end which was what like 1 or something like, like that yeah like one one thirty or something and mm-hmm. it was just like I kept getting my second win like it was just like mm-hmm. we, me and Benoit did so many shots and like the waitress as like snarky and funny as she was our wine glasses were never empty like i don't think there was a point like i probably drank like six glasses of wine Mm -hmm. at some point just because she was like constantly like topping up yeah that was a lot of fun it's great to see everyone and mm. a lot of fun. It's like a continu- oh, okay. I was just gonna say it was like a continuation of Lil's wedding. Lil and Benoit yeah. wedding from Provence, where so. it's just like not like it's just so much fun. Totally. And like, is that one? I love their wedding just because they're. Oh, <laughs> that's our boy in the water. Theirs was great because since it was in someone's like uh, backyard, there's no curfew. Like, so we were dancing. We left at six in the morning, and I mean, they were still going strong. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun to see everyone, and uh, it was a great way. To start the wedding season and then also end the wedding season. I always wonder, and like, I was gonna text Chris this, but I was like, obviously, it's your wedding day, you might wanna not talk to your friends and get obscene text messages at three in the morning. But I wanted to see if, like, Chris is like notorious for going out for like Chinese food after the wedding, like, after nights Mm -hmm. of partying or poutine, and they actually had a poutine bar at their wedding. So I wanted to see if, like, they either went out for Chinese food or dim sum kind of thing and kept the party going. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so no, it was a lot of fun, that wedding. The only thing I am upset about 
is so okay you know how like you have different games to try and get like the bride and groom to kiss yeah so i felt like becca and chris were making out a lot because everyone was participating in this game a lot Mm -hmm. so you had to pick a song that had the words love in it and then every time you sang it and go up to the dj chris and becca would have to like make out Mm -hmm. and so like people were going up there like and there was like one point where like it was auditions for american idol or the voice because some people sounded really good like like ted's acapella group on scrubs Scrubs. i was like this guy's phenomenal and so I would say to my table, who couldn't get their fucking shit together? We couldn't actually pick a song. I know. And so I was like, oh my god, let's do Meatloaf. I would do anything for love. Cause, and I'm like, we can dedicate it to Chris. And so my thing was, I wanted to take it up to the next level and actually get the DJ. Too complicated. No, not too complicated. Would be get, like, all of us start singing I Would Do Anything for Love, and then, like, tease the actual song coming in, and then give Chris a mic, because he used to sing the song at the Maddie all the time. Too complicated. No. Yo, Good if that idea. shit came together, that would be, like, notorious. And he could come out of, like, a balcony and, yeah, like, sing it to Becca. Down, yeah, sing, down. sing it to Becca. It'd be so awesome. That would have been and awesome. And Becca can sing, so she could have done the chick part. That's true. Yo, Chris and Becca should have had more, like, plays. More plays. More stage presence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But I give it, like, it was so much fun. 10 out of 10. 10 Fastbender dicks. Yeah. Or t- 10, t- 10 Michael Fastbenders out of 10. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8, because that white boy crazy. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, so that one, we finally got home uh, and then just, like, watched the hockey game and passed out, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. Yeah, uh, and that's basically, like, the week, right? And then, yeah, yesterday we just kicked it. We went to Sean's house. We cleaned. Yeah. We finally finished cleaning yesterday. Yeah, it was just, like, we passed out on the couch for, like, an hour or two yeah. in between. and. I think hopefully November will be a little bit slower. I hope so. Although hopefully not because we're gonna. That's how we get our material for the next season. Yeah, I don't see us having no material ever. No, there'll always be something. Whether it's like weird guys in in, uh, elevators or (laughs) TTC moments. But I am excited. I'm excited for. I'm excited that this week was is done because I knew like. Excuse me. (laughs) I just burst to finally be like we got all the cool events that we wanted to have. This week, like Chris's wedding, work parties, etc., and Halloween is something we always look forward to. Yeah. So now it's just like detox, and then I gotta put up my Christmas trees. I know it's only been going down for six weeks. No. Finally get to have it back up. Charlie. Yeah. Fredericton. Fredericton. Well. Samson looks like he's imploding though. Our pumpkin. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he's gone. He's to seen shit. some better days. We're gonna have to shoot him down the toilet, <laughs> shoot him down the chute, <laughs> throw him down the garbage chute. Is what I'm trying to say. All right, well, I'm gonna go make dinner, so you have to close this one yeah. up by yourself. No, it's perfect. I just want to say thanks to everyone for listening. Next yeah. week is the big finale. Ooh, so maybe right- we'll get some guest stars. Yeah, we'll it. see what we can do. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is a great place to end it. So what a hectic week it's been. And uh, how about we get into the band of the week? So this week's band of the week is DJ extraordinaire Calvin Harris. But the reason I say Calvin Harris is because his new album just came out. It's called uh, Motion, I believe. And I was very intrigued when I saw the track list. I noticed he had a song with Haim on there. And lo and behold, I listened to the album. And what happens to be the best song on the album? None other than the Haim featured track. And the great thing was the song came out just in time. It came out like the day before the Halloween party. 
Because this song is like the perfect mix of Haim's great voice and then like Calvin Harris DJing party-esque. So the song of the week by the band of the week is Pray to God by Calvin Harris featuring Haim. And if this doesn't get the party started, well, I don't know what does. So how about we give it a listen? As always, guys, you know the deal. Six seasons in. This is how you get in contact with us. Facebook.com slash live605. You can see pictures, videos of anything we've talked about. Questions, comments, concerns. You can email us live605 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Malencamp. Val is ValGomez23. And download us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic. And, of course, live605.podomatic.com to hit up the PayPal account like our friend Kenny in Boston and help support the damn podcast. So, until, so until next week, Season 6, Episode 12 finale next week, I'm your boy, it's your boy, John, Big Stud, Malin. She's Val Gomez from the kitchen. Be easy.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.